Herb, take it from the top. One, two. My mic sound nice. Check one. My mic sound nice. Check two. My mic sound nice. Check three. Are you ready to rock your Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Nikki's Thoughts Podcast. Um, I'm A. Nicole, and I would like to thank you all for tuning in with me this week. As always, I want to thank you all for subscribing to the show, for leaving your reviews, your rates, for telling a friend, for reposting. The love is so amazing, and I appreciate you all tremendously for it, so I want to start off by saying that. So I'm still in Miami. I'm resting. I'm cooling out. And it's been amazing just spending time with family, catching up on much needed rest, hanging out with Kingston and everything. It's been really cool just to not do anything. Um, And that's one thing that I struggle with, particularly um, as a business owner, as a multipreneur, as a mompreneur. All of the above is just standing still. Um, even as a Virgo, I know I mention that every show, but this Virgo shit is real, y'all. Like we, we some intense creatures. So it's been really cool to just kind of kick out, max, relax, um, and just do nothing. Like nothing, nothing, nothing. Speaking of which, um, how was everyone's Juneteenth? Did y'all celebrate? Did y'all educate the babies? Uh, Did you explain to them its importance and our history and all things? I had did a post about it, and um, it was just an informative post because what I've seen in the past few years, um, particularly since I've been on social media, is when people post about Juneteenth, some people, it's kind of... Uh, passive aggressive, uh, you need to know your history and, and y'all celebrating 4th of July and all of this other stuff. And you will be amazed how many people have never heard of Juneteenth. You'd be amazed how many of our brothers and sisters have never heard about Juneteenth, um, were not exposed to it. Their parents probably didn't know. Um, they never attended any festivities, any of that. So um, what I try to do is, of course, I celebrate the holiday. It's a holiday for um, me and my family, but I also like to educate. So I did probably like a five, a five page little slide slideshow on um, Instagram just to educate the masses about what it is, what its importance is, um, why it's important to us and all of that. I myself, I do not uh, celebrate. Fourth of July. Um, Growing up, my mom didn't play that shit and still doesn't. Juneteenth was where it was at. But at the same time, I can't sit here and say, don't be celebrating Fourth of July. And you don't even know what our holiday is. It just doesn't make any sense. And to be honest with you, I ain't here to judge. Um, But but I do smirk when I see y'all in them red, white, and blue outfits with your little old navy uh, family pictures and your, your hot dog in hand on 4th of July. I do smirk. But, you know, whatever. 
But I hope everybody had a good Juneteenth and we celebrated and we educated and we just got together and loved upon one another. I want to get into, I'm only going to talk about um, one topic this week. Um, I had a follower um, for my Nikki's Thoughts um, Instagram page. And if you are not following me, my main page is Nikki's Thoughts. And that's N-I-K-K-I-E-S-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S. She had DM'd me. And it's very rare that I check my DMs. But um, she says, you know, seeing that you keep it so raw and honest, I would love to know your opinions on titles. In particular, husband and wife. I see so many people placing weight on being married and thinking a piece of paper will change it all. What are your thoughts on it? Would you only date again if it only led to marriage? Possibly a podcast topic. Thanks. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do the podcast topic on that. I might have had one in the bag, but I was like, you know, that one really piqued on my interest. And I said, yeah, I'm going to do it on this Um, because we are in a society where this title stuff, it it, it is driving me crazy. So I'm I'm sure that it's driving you all crazy. So um, I first want to talk about dating titles, Um, the titles that are seen in dating. Um, I know that when I began dating after I got divorced, um, my first boyfriend, my first serious boyfriend, um, he was like, well, I don't know what to call you. I don't want to call you my girlfriend because like that's so juvenile, but I don't want to call you my, my woman, my old lady. You know, that's so prehistoric. Um, and I thought about it. And I was like, you know, you're right. And it even sounded foreign to me coming from a union where that's my husband, that's my wife too. Wow, okay, boyfriend, girlfriend, like what are we what are we doing? Um, so I was wondering like what all what what are the names, what are the terms out here that are being used? Um, I've heard boyfriend, I've heard girlfriend, I've heard old man, old lady, um, my other half, and I've taken this entire week to just ask people, like, what do you call your significant other? And I've heard everything from what I call him my partner. Um, I call them my, my other half. And then, no, I'm not half because I'm a whole. I call them my, my whole half. And I've just heard, like, so many different things. And I'm like, really? Like, that's what we call it each other? Um, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it just really tickled me. Like, oh, wow. Like, we are really out here. So many titles um, that we are calling one another in relationships. And I, 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 I think it's I think it's kind of cute, um, you know. As long as there is a all right, you're together. That's my significant other. That's my partner. That's my man. That's my woman. Whatever. Cool beans. No problem with that. I do want to talk about the infamous title trap when dating. <sighs> and I see it's an epidemic with this. Um, I guess people, particularly men, 
don't like to put labels on the relationship. I've heard girlfriends tell me that, you know, like, oh, you know, talking to somebody, all right, so I see you, y'all, y'all hanging out, you know, doing whatever, that's your man, you know, um, no, he just wants to see where it goes, um, we're just starting off slow, um, you know, building, 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 we're building, and that's another word that I hear a lot when it comes with dating, building, and so I'm like, but you're doing everything that a significant other would do. You know, like dating to me is you go on dates, you get to know each other, you know? All right, you know, let's go out, let's go bowling, let's go to eat, let's go to the movies, let's go to hit a museum. You know, that to me is dating, you know? So, all right, but y'all are sleeping together. Like, you're like at his house. He's at your house. You're borrowing his car. He's borrowing your car. Like y'all are doing like relationship type shit, buying each other fucking birthday gifts and Christmas gifts and all of that. But he want to take it slow. And I think that that's just really like messed up. And I've had men try to put me in that trick bag and I'd be like, no, 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 no. You won't do that shit to me. And I definitely cannot speak for men. I'm never going to try to, but I will say men know what they want. Again, men know what they want. It ain't no let's wait and see. It ain't no let's kick it, let's build, let's this, let's that and see what the end result is. Mm -mm. They know what time it is. And then they get into the heads of women where it's like, well, you know, um, let me put a nice little bow on basically me telling you I don't want nothing serious with you. You know, I like you. I want to kick it with you. I like I like the tricks and the gifts that you give me. I like benefiting from your companionship. I like benefiting from what you bring to the table. But I mean, I just, I'm just coming to the table with a fucking to-go box. I'm not even coming with um, plate and fork. I probably ain't even coming with a to-go box. I'm probably coming with some foil. Like, you know, them trifling ass cousins that come to the cookout, just want to take some shit. I am one of those. I come with my own Tupperware. Mm-hmm. Because I'm an introvert. I ain't trying to be around my badass little cousins. I ain't trying to catch up with nobody. I ain't trying to see my aunt at the food after she didn't drink too much. All of that, I'm in and out. So it's so crazy to me how many of my sisters fall for that. And I think a lot of times that titles is a means to shorten a woman's leash and to lengthen a man's leash on what they can do and what they cannot do. Um, and I definitely think that there's a double standard with it. I remember a couple of years ago, um, I was dating this guy and um, we were we were hanging out, Just hanging out. And um, he was like, I went out, I went out, I went out to the movies with a coworker like a coworker, a friend, a platonic friend, never even hugged this dude before. It was like, hey, you want to go see, I forget the movie, was it Transformers? I forget the movie that was out. It was a movie I didn't even want to go see. But I was like, yeah, you know, yeah, we can go catch a movie, 
you know, whatever. And the dude that I was talking to went fucking ape shit on me. You would have thought that I was pussy popping on all types of handstands in the back of the movie theater with the dude. And I was like, yo, like, I don't look at him like that he doesn't look at we we not even work husbands and wife and I know y'all know about that like you are barking up the wrong tree and you know oh it's a principal oh I can't believe you would do something like that like you would have just thought that I, I was just like oh you know wow and like I'm apologizing I could talk to her. April Nicole back then, I slapped her twice in her face. I'm sitting here apologizing for some shit I didn't even do. You know, I'm sorry, my bad, if, if it made you feel that way and this, that, there, blah, 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 blah. But the the conversation of a title still never came up, you know, because I figured we just hanging out, you know, whatever. So come to find out a couple months later, Dude, same dude who had been motherfucking singing motherfucking 90s R&B and Joe seeing all up and down my goddamn phone when he found out I went to say a movie with somebody who I wasn't interested in and who wasn't interested in me. Mm. Lo and behold, was entertaining a whole chick in his house who he called his friend. And I later found out that he was sleeping with her. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a minute, rewind the fucking tape. Because now I, um, April Nicole coming back. Nah, Nikki's back. You had a fucking problem with me for going to see a goddamn matinee movie on a work night with a coworker who you knew was just my friend. But you over here on a back shot and fucking chill tour with a young lady. And, 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 and you think that that's cool. And then, oh, well, I, uh, no, it wasn't a, yeah, well, whatever. So basically you've done to me what you know you wouldn't be cool with. And we go back and forth, go back and forth, go back and forth. And so he was like, and we're just friends. And I was like, you know what? You're right. And what is this? Three years later, creeping up on him saying that still haunts him because from then forward, I treated him as such. We friends? Oh, all right. Cool beans. Friend, don't call me up at this time. Don't, 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 don't reach out for me to assist you with this. You know, um, I don't mind going out to eat or whatever. But we friends, we on some platonic friend stuff. When he he's fell on hard times and needed, you know, like because I was like the backbone for him and all of that. He called me. Don't answer the phone. See the shit ringing. Don't answer the phone. You know, um, we friends. Don't call me, you know, and like to this day, it frustrates him because he's put himself in that box with me. And I, I don't we friends. Fuck, fuck all that. Um, so, yeah. So, ladies, do not allow these men to try to emotionally blackmail you into a one sided um, situation shit, because that's basically what it is. 
a, a, a situation ship. I don't even call them situation ships. And men, because I'm sure that my sisters are out here doing the same thing, probably not in as, as huge numbers as you all, but don't allow women, people, period, do not allow this whole title fiasco to get y'all feelings fucking hurt because basically that's what the fuck is going to happen and I always say this a lack of title a lack of understanding of where the fuck we are who the fuck we are and all of this other shit it leads to situation shits and I always say that friends with benefits leads to bullshit because somebody's gonna catch feelings it's not going to work out in somebody's favor in the end. Somebody is going to get the shaft. And it's not always the lady. Somebody is going to get the shaft and it's not in a good way. So, um, you know, this title stuff when it comes to dating, don't allow people to say, we'll see where this goes. This is your time. Like, do you realize them seeing where this is going, you seeing where this is going, this is your time being spent. And is your time worth trying to see where something's going, particularly if you know where you want to go? You know, be it with this person. If you, if, if, you, if you just know, excuse me, that you want to be in a relationship, period. Why are you entering something with somebody who wants to see where it goes? Oh, I don't do that title shit. Or I don't, I don't buy into the whole boyfriend and girlfriend. Or I don't this or I don't that. Stop it. You're wasting your time. That shit is your time, too. Your time. And I don't know about y'all, but my time is money. I ain't got a lot of it. I got too much shit going on. And I'm sure y'all can be spending y'all time doing more shit than wondering, what the fuck are we? Who are we? All of this other bullshit. So when we go and we enter these, when we go on these dates, and please tell me y'all still dating. Please tell me y'all not swiping left and y'all just hang going over somebody's house and then we just got a situation shit. Please tell me y'all are going out on dates. I don't give a fuck if y'all going to fucking Starbucks to get a little lemon cream motherfucking pound cake and, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a venti frappuccino. Please tell me that y'all are going on dates something. Stop entering this stuff. Eyes wide shut. Ask. Advocate for yourself. That's also a form of self-care. You know, you're entering something with somebody else and you need to know not only what they're bringing to the table, but if they're going to stress you the fuck out, particularly if all they're willing to give you is something that you do not want or is something that she is not good enough for you or might be too much for you. You know, my ladies, we talk to, to 2018 summer hoe, we pussy popping on handstands and everything. Maybe you don't want to be in a relationship. Maybe it's like I said in season that season episode one we might be holding these little applications on file to october 1st you know we might be holding applications you know we'll review them then you know with the hr team and we'll start uh calling in for interviews and all of that just keep your two forms of id handy just in case we fucking call you if that's what we're doing whole beans but even if you know you're out here dating and uh 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 whatever don't waste your time ladies don't waste their time. If this is summer hoe, don't waste their time. Men, don't don't waste the ladies' time. I mean, come on, it's just about respect. Please, I think that the, the accountability goes both ways. Men don't lead women on. And also, ladies, when these men tell you that they don't want nothing serious, believe them. Believe them. 
please believe them. You know, I don't care how much you can fry some fucking chicken, how much you can make, turn a motherfucking pot, what your fucking greens taste like, what your grape Kool-Aid tastes like, which if you can make your fucking banana pudding just like his grandmother, I don't give a fuck about any of that. If you lend him your car while you lend him your ear at night, you his personal therapist and all of this stuff, that man say that he ain't ready for a relationship, you believe him. It ain't shit you can do to change his mind. And it should not be shit that you want to do to change his mind. He's told you what time it is. So let me cut your ass a corner of this accountability pie too. You know, I get on my men about leading women on. Yes, but I do have men who let women know from the giddy up what time it is. And you know, some of my sisters think they can change a person's mind. You know, maybe, I don't know, a uh, 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 Chinese split on the dick. I don't know. But it's nothing that you can do. Nothing. Also, ladies, stop sitting in relationships or lack of whatever the fuck you want to call them. And you're giving your all to somebody. And, like, you don't know what the hell is going on. You don't know where you stand. I had a client about a month ago. Um, come see me and she's pregnant and I'm just like all right okay cool so what's your plan um what, what's going on with you and the and I trailed my voice off so she could fill in the blank your boyfriend yeah yeah your fiance husband and she was like I, I mean I, I don't know he he's he my friend I guess and I said wait a minute you guess and she was like well we never really talked about you know titles and you know we was just letting it go you know, as is, and I'm like, you don't know what to refer to this man as, and y'all never talked about titles, but y'all are having sex raw. You spending a night over his house, he spending a night over your house, or, or wherever the hell the pregnancy uh, took place, um, and you don't have a title for him nor you, y'all are about to enter a life long commitment without making even a short-term commitment what sense does that fucking make so ask questions advocate for yourself and if you feel like he gonna look at you some type of way because you advocating for yourself and you asking what the fuck do you want for me are you and i ask him you don't have to be like you want me to be your girl i ask this um are you dating with a purpose What's the main focal point of you dating? You know, you don't have to be nasty. You don't have to be pushy. Ask him what what, what his intentions are. What are your intentions with dating? You know, what is the end result? You don't have to come off as pushy or come off as, you know, I want your last name tomorrow. No, but ask questions. And if he's the type of person that's going to be upset because you're asking him, you don't need to fucking be with him. That's your answer. Same thing with my brother's. Same thing with my brothers. Advocate for yourself. We need to start advocating, not just for self, but for fucking self-peace. Peace of mind. Shit. Because a lot of shit that we go through, we don't have to go through them if we just communicate. And when we communicate, take shit for what it is. Don't try to change nobody's mind. Don't try to fucking sway somebody's opinion and all of this other shit. No. And listen. If he or she is not telling you what you want, if they don't want to be in a relationship or maybe they do and you don't, it is your responsibility to get the fuck on. If it clashes 
with what you want, you got to keep it moving because it's not going to get better. Trust me. And while we're talking about that, I smacked my uh, I smacked my lips like so loud just now. I'm so sorry, y'all. Um, but I was I was getting passionate about what I was saying. Um, I want to talk about the wifey trap. I would like to be the first person to let my sisters know. Maybe I'm not the first person, but let me be the first person today to let you know. Wifey is not the same as being a wife. Can I get a tambourine, a church run, or something? (laughs) Wifey is not the same as being a wife. I have so many sisters who wonder why they're not being proposed to or their significant other is not taking it to the next level after they've been playing quote-unquote wifey for a certain amount of time, particularly an extended amount of time. And that is doing everything that a wife does. You know, you're just going above and beyond you know, bending over backwards, not saying oh, that's what all wives do, but you know what I mean. You're just like <sighs> end all be all. And then you're wondering why, you know, we're not popping a question. Why would he pop the question if you're doing everything? Keep, keep, keep up the good work, girl. I'm not going to bother you. Keep up the good work. So you kind of have to set a relationship boundary. I'm not saying dog these men or treat these men like shit, but you kind of have to scale back a little bit, you know, make them wonder, make them, you know, don't, 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 Tupac said it best. I don't want it if it's that easy, you know, scale back a little bit and, and, and stop thinking that because he calls you wifey or his wife, you're not. I'm just going to tell you that. Um, Stop calling his mother your mother-in-law. Y'all are not married. That's not your mother-in-law. That's his mama. And trust and believe she will flip on you the second she get a chance to when it comes to her son. Same thing with his sister or his other family members and his friends. Don't get it twisted. Please get it straight. So stop attaching yourself. Stop creating these attachments that's going to potentially burn you. You know, when the shit hits the fucking fan. Um, And I also want to say this. (laughs) For the men who don't believe in titles and all of this other good stuff. What I've learned is that the men who hate using titles the most, they love to use them. When describing women who conduct themselves the same way they do to shame them. Oh, you don't believe in titles. You don't believe in none of that shit. But uh, when I sit here and tell you, oh, well, that's cool. We can just date or we can just, you know, I guess meet up. This is hypothetically, y'all. Hypothetically. You know, you just want sex for me. All right, I. You know, that's cool with me. That's this, that's that. Then all of a sudden they act hurt. Then all of a sudden it's whole slut thought. ETC. What? Why? I thought you don't believe in titles, but you want to throw the titles around when either a woman is comfortable with what you bring to the table and ain't going to max you about it 
or only wants that from you. Then all of a sudden, it's your little feelings are hurt. Why? Why? And then them titles come up. Oh, them titles come up. So stop that shit. Stop that shit. Stop that shit. And I also like to say a small, a small little testimony for this poly life and how it's mislabeled. Poly is not men and women working to support a household. It's not. It's not. The man is supposed to support the women. The man is supposed to support his wives and his children. I don't know how we got misconstrued. I don't know where we made a wrong turn back there somewhere. I don't know how the fuck we got to this point of this over-sexualization of poly life and how is you work, I work, she work, bloop, bloop, we gonna pool our resources. That's not poly life. That's fucking three's company. That's not poly life. Y'all roommates who fuck. That's it. Um... So I'm not sure if a lot of you all know this, but um, I talk about it and I mentioned it before, particularly on my page. Um, I have a Muslim background and I have had guys try to approach me on poly life, not knowing. And I'm like, oh, you knew to this. I'm true to this. Um, all right. So you want to do this. You This is what you want to engage in. So, my mortgage is over a few stacks. Um, you know, my note, you know, my utilities, my food, my this, my that, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, because you got to maintain my household, too. Oh, nah. Nah, we supposed to be, we, we supposed to be pooling. Or, or they think they going to come live with me. Uh, no, that's not what it's about. And it's like when I read them for pure, unadulterated filth, and they see that, oh, this is a sister who knows what it's about, then it's either, oh, you're trying to put a price tag on what this beautiful thing is and love is free. And nigga, get the fuck out of my face with all that bullshit. No, you are trying to exploit and hoe out and over-sexualize something that you don't know dick about. Excuse the pun. And you might want to try that down the street with somebody who's never heard of the word or who has learned about the word from these beautiful pictures that we put up on Instagram, Tumblr or whatever. And they don't know the background of what the fuck is really is. It's more than two men. I mean, two women and a man taking sexual over sexual erotic pictures together, you know, and all of this other shit in the forest somewhere. It goes deeper than that. It goes. There's responsibility to it. So, um, stop misleading these women, please. And, uh, men, stop misleading your brothers on this shit. Educating your brothers about this going off slight. Because you run into a real one like me, you can get your feelings hurt. So, I want to close my segment about the single dating life to say, trust your gut. If you're entering something with someone and this ain't what you want, speak up. Don't suffer in silence. Don't suffer just because he fine. Don't suffer just because she bad. If this ain't what you want, speak up. Trust your gut. 
If your intuition is telling you this ain't nothing but trouble, back the fuck up. I say it all the time. Dick is a renewable resource. So is Cooch. You'll find somebody who want what you want. And to give you what you want and what you need and what you desire and what you deserve. So trust your gut. Don't be so hard up for a relationship that you enter the situationship bullshit. Don't be so hard up for a relationship where you believe this whole bullshit about uh, titles don't mean anything and all of this other stuff. (laughs) Stop it. You're you're not doing anything but like ramming your head against the fucking wall and it's not going to get any better. So trust your gut. Women do your homework, particularly about this poly shit. Men do your homework. Um, And just, um, yeah, be easy with each other out here. So, yeah. So let's get into the married life, which is what the young lady was asking me about. But I had to I had to hit this dating shit first on the single life first. So um, I am a divorcee. I got married back in 2006. I got divorced in 2012. Yes. Um, and I am old fashioned. I am not one for shacking up. I'm not for signing joint contracts. I'm not one for buying property, starting businesses, etc. without being married. You know, having babies. Oh, definitely not. No. And I say this because I feel like marriage protects you. Um, There are laws that govern, there are no laws, excuse me. There are no laws that govern the dissolution of boyfriend-girlfriend relationships. Y'all watch Judge Judy. Y'all watch Judge Mathis, motherfuckers over there fighting over motherfucking car, motherfucking dogs, motherfucking furniture, and all of this other bullshit, and ain't nobody been fucking married. And it's like they get the shaft or whatever because there are no laws that protect you. Absolutely none. Um, most importantly, if your significant other gets sick or worse croaks, you are at the mercy typically of his mama and or whatever family of his to get whatever you feel is due to you. They ain't got to give you shit. Mm -mm. They ain't got to give you a motherfucking thing, you know, uh, mama can keep all that shit, put all that good shit in her good family room. You know, she got a new thing of jewelry. She got new pearls, all this other stuff. That ain't yours. You don't have governorship over anything, even if it comes to your significant other's health. If they get sick and they're in the hospital and maybe mama don't want to resuscitate his ass. And you know, he wants to be resuscitated or maybe a daddy wants to resuscitate her ass. And, you know, she has a do not resuscitate order. Well, she don't have one because if she did, it would be, you know, whatever. It would be in the books. But you, y'all have talked about it. You can put your finger in the air like a church usher and be like, now, wait a goddamn minute. Me as the husband, me as the wife, I'm making the motherfucking decisions. And this is what I'm deciding because my man or my woman don't want to do that. So to me, it's not just a piece of paper. I don't even know why, why people say that. I don't know why people say marriage is a piece of paper because, ironically, the people who say this wouldn't say the same about mm, a paycheck, mm, a degree, a deed, a title, taxes, or any other type of document that is also governed by our government. 
because the deed to my house that's governed by the government and uh that's not a piece of paper i take that shit very serious my paycheck my taxes all of that i take that very serious so it's so funny how we get to marriage and it's like oh no that's just a piece of paper now oh cut the shit please now um when i was married I was able to maneuver a lot better in matters opposed to my girlfriends who weren't married um, to the fathers of their children. And I also got perks um, when it came to being married, particularly because um, both he and I were military. But I also want to speak um, to you saying, well, the the young lady asking me um, if anything's going to change. Do I think that if if me and blah, 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 get married today and me and blah, 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 got problems today, no, yesterday, up until today, when we say I do, is marriage going to change it? No. Now, while marriage might not be a piece of paper, it's definitely not a magic wand. It should be sprinkle, sprinkle, sprinkle on a uh, 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 a relationship that's in shambles and it's going to come back alive. Definitely not. No, 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 no. If anything, marriage might intensify whatever issues you have with each other. Because basically, when you get married, you're bringing two lives into one. Two ups, downs, two flaws, two... Um, positives, cons, all of that, all together as one. And sometimes them motherfucking puzzle pieces don't fit perfectly. Sometimes they don't fit at all. Sometimes uh, the rest of your puzzle pieces is in another box. And you just motherfucking jumped the gun and, and jumped your ass in this motherfucking box. And you don't match this motherfucker. So, yeah. I do not think that marriage automatically changes a um, relationship. It makes it better. You know, I'm not saying that it makes it worse, but I will say that it creates more challenges. You know, particularly if you, if your significant other is bringing a lot of baggage, debt, children, children's mothers or fathers, um, uh, toxic family members, um, Bad credit, stuff like that. So, yeah, that does make it more challenging, just like having these babies don't make marriage better. Having these babies, babies are not Band-Aids. Babies are real people. You know, grown-ass people who start as little people. And the bigger they get, the bigger their problems get. So I don't know why a lot of people have babies thinking it's going to save a marriage, thinking it's going to save a relationship, thinking it's going to keep a woman, thinking it's going to keep a man. Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. it's not. So the same thing can be said for, um, for, for marriage. So no, I do not think that it is just a piece of paper. Um, even now, um, as a divorcee, um, people's demeanor change. Like when they be asking me, you know, if they're asking me about Kingston's father or, you know, whatever. And I'll say something like my ex-husband and they'll just stop and they'll be like, oh, you are married? And I'll be like, yeah, I was. Oh, wow. I, I didn't know that. And like their whole like demeanor changes. Like even when I go on dates, you know, or, or talking to a dude, just meeting a dude, I'll see that his body language to me changes like, oh, 
you know, okay. Oh, you've been married before. Okay, you married your 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 child's father. Yeah, whatever. So, um, I would like to say, close this out because uh, the young lady asked me, "Do I date with um, desire or with the purpose of getting married again?" And I, yeah, I, I like substance. I, I I date with a purpose. I don't have time for casual shit. So, yes, the goal would be to find a life partner. Um, And I'm certainly not trying to bring any kids into the world. And I'm not remarried. So um, that is the goal, to have a life partner. That is the goal to find someone to spend the rest of my life with or his life with. And, um, yeah, that, that, that's what, uh, what Cardi B say. That's Poppington. Um, so, and, and I let it be known, like when I'm dating, this is like one of the first questions I ask, are you dating with a purpose? I said that earlier in today's show, you know, what are your intentions? And I, I stress that for you all to say, so I hope that answered your question, but let me piggyback on this and let me talk for a second about my sisters who use marriage as a tool to shame other women, you know, oh, my husband, oh, I'm married and all of that. Sisters, y'all got to stop that. I got to stop that. Um, I see that. I see that so much and it's just really disheartening and it's really disappointing. Um, when I was married, I never did that. Um, you're my sister, you know, you, you're, you're a woman just like me, you know, maybe you haven't found your Mr. Right yet. And it's, it's fine, you know, but I see so many women get wrapped up or not even too much shame, but just get wrapped up in the whole pomp and circumstance of being married, you know, misses, you know, and don't forget the R and all of this stuff. Um, and I'm just like, <laughs> okay, so his identity is what you don't want me to forget. What about you? Who are you? What were you before you got married? You know, um, I just I, I, I think that that's kind of silly. Um, so, yeah. And 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 I always say I, I post this every few every few months. You know, I, I can't no man um, make an honest woman out of me. I've been the truth. I've been the truth when I was single, when I was engaged, when I was married, um, when I was divorced. I was, I'm sorry, separated. Let me say the shit in order. And when I was divorced. No man validates me and I don't use a man as a scale to weigh my worth and neither should my sisters. And I definitely would not use a man as a scale to weigh my sister's worth. So what? She hasn't gotten married yet. Or so what? She doesn't want to get married because newsflash, a lot of people don't want to get married. You know, newsflash, a lot of people don't want to have children. You know, newsflash or newsflash, you know, me. I have Kingston, Kingston is 11. People are, we going to have another one? Newsflash, uh, some people might just want one. Well, who is he going to play with? Motherfucker me. He going to play with that PlayStation. He going to play Fortnite. He going to play with them people on Fortnite. On, on PlayStation, on Xbox. Uh, what's that other thing he got? Switch all of that. Like, please stop, stop pushing your ideologies on other people to try to shame them. So, yeah. And that, that, that's it for today's topic. Now, let's get into some Dear Nikki. 
Okay, so the first letter, I hope we have time for both, but um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, max out the first, the first Dear Nikki letter. So this young lady says, okay, I need advice on how to respond to a situation. So my oldest child's father is not in her life consistently. We have a visitation scheduled through the court that he does not follow and just doesn't see or call her. Nothing. I don't have a telephone number or address or anything from him. Only an email, which he rarely responds to. He refuses to update his info with me since court, and that is also a requirement of our order. Well, today, she says to me, I know something, but my Grammy, his mother, told me not to tell you because you may get mad and not let me go to Virginia anymore. In parentheses, she says, we went to Virginia a couple weeks ago, and I let her spend the night with the grandmother for three days. She then tells me that her grandmother told her that her dad tried to come see her in Georgia, but she was sleeping and I wouldn't let her go. And also that he tried to see her and we were on vacation. He only came here once that I know of. And that was the first time of our new custody order that we got after five years of him not seeing her. And I did not let her go because it was 10 p.m. at night and we were to meet at 4.30 p.m. at a location specified in our order. And I'm not bending with anything in the order because he never does anything he's supposed to do and is very inconsistent and has a nasty attitude. He only sees her when we visit to Virginia and I will not let her stay with his mother. Never with him because I do not know where he lives, no number, nothing. How would you address the situation with his mother? I don't teach my kids to keep secrets from me, nor would I let others teach them that. Also, do not think it's her place to be discussing our custody visitation stuff with her or make excuses for him or make it seem like I'm the one not letting her see him, especially when I bend over backwards to allow his parents to maintain a relationship with her across states when I don't have to. Via phone calls, sending pics, grades, FaceTime, keeping keeping them up to date of things she participates in. And every time we visit Virginia, I allow her to stay with them at least a night. I don't talk bad about her dad to my daughter or around her because I don't want her to be sad or hurt. I don't even tell her that he's supposed to get her because I know 99, because I know 99% sure he isn't going to show up. So I get her hopes up. Sorry for all the long messages too. It just pissed me off today. <sighs> Honey. You got to cut his mama off. What she did was so disrespectful. So, 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 so disrespectful. And her intentions were not even for the good of your daughter. Her intentions was to, quote, unquote, I'm quoting here. That's why I say, quote, unquote, were to justify or make her son look better in your daughter's eyes and 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 vilify you I don't like that I don't like that shit at all I think I'm upset um you need to check her like a fucking coat you need to get your motherfucking red pen out your pocketbook and you need to go over that chick like a motherfucking midterm exam you need to check her Check her like a ticket. Check her like a checkbox. Check her all up and down. Because what she did was very disrespectful, not just to you, but it also confuses your daughter. And this is just what your daughter is saying to you. Ain't no telling what's going on in her mind. And it's also potentially going to create a rift between you and your daughter. 
You know, where where she's now thinking that, hmm, all of this time, I haven't seen my father because really, you know, he don't give a fuck, you know, or whatever. Um, And he wants to come. He wants to come and see her at 10. Excuse me. No, ma'am. And now um, I'm trying to make sense of this and I don't know how to make sense of this. And now my grandmother is throwing me. A, a lifeline it's a it's a wrong ass fucking lifeline and she's telling me that it's my mom's fault no Mm-mm. you need to call her you need to let her know that you are aware of the conversation that she had with your child you need to let her know that it just what you said she needs to be in a child's place i don't think children should know about the goings on of <sighs> children should should be children you know um, and as they grow, they'll start to see what time it is with both their parents. And you need to let her know for you to tell my daughter to keep something from me was dead ass wrong. And then you need to ask yourself, are you going see if this was me? Kingston wouldn't be going back over there. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Kingston would not be going back over there. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, we'd have some new boundaries. We'd have some new parameters. No, no. So now when you say, you know, I'm keeping her away, let's put some truth to that, you know, because this isn't even about you. This is about um, the mental health of your daughter. And she's already trying to put, I mean, you know how our girls are with their fathers. And she's already trying to make sense of this absentee father and for her, his mother to throw salt on her womb, particularly a lion ass motherfucking dash of salt. I got a problem with that. And that's dead ass wrong. So, yeah, you need to check her like a fucking coat. One, two and three. And she don't need to go over there no more. You know, you need to pull them reins in, you know, and it's kind of forcing your hand where you kind of have to explain to your daughter. You don't have to tell her the, um, you know, the, 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 the depths of everything. But, you know, hey, um, Grammy said some things that were not truthful and things that were hurtful to you, you know. So, you know, hey, you got to do what you have to do. Um, I understand as a mom, um, as a mom who a single mom that sometimes we run into this whole, oh, I don't ever want to be known as I'm keeping my child away and I'm keeping them away from my child and all of this other motherfucking bullshit and everything. I had to realize recently, last year, that it is my duty to create a safe space for my son. Even if that meant removing him from toxic people who he was related to. Um, my son's father is a deadbeat fucking city. You know, just I mean, I have like I have like just no respect for him, you know, as a man. Just, you know, to the point where I feel sorry for him. You know, I can't even be mad at you. I just I just pity you, you know. Um, and he tried that coming in and out, you know, no calls for birthday, no call for nothing. Got my son's hopes up high. My son ain't seen him in years and all of this other stuff. And I had, you know, somebody older, an older mom um, with a teenage son, a damn near grown teenage son. And she was like, you, you gotta, you, you, you have to, you gotta ask that out. It ain't no in and out. 
it ain't no up and down. And I would know because I don't ever want him to say that I kept him away from his father. And she was like, it's not even about that. You're keeping him away from somebody who is detrimental to his mental health, to somebody who makes him question his worth, who makes him question why isn't he good enough to get a birthday card, a birthday call, you know, a fucking pack of pencils for 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 back to school, a 25 cent box of crayons that he said he can't afford to send my baby. Any of that child support, nothing you're you're protecting him. And a lot of times we as mothers think that, yeah, we're supposed to protect our kids up until the point of family. Up until the point of their father. No, if the father is toxic, if the father is in and out, if the father is inconsistent because you have a hand in what you're teaching her as well. And you allowing, you know, the, the his him. And his, well, I'm not saying him because you, you you cut that shit off and you say you're not bending. But if you're going to continue to allow his mom to just have free reign and do whatever the fuck she wants to do, you are also instrumental in how your daughter is going to deal with this and the aftermath of it. And you can't feel bad about it. And I don't feel bad about it, you know? So, I mean, if you say that I'm going to keep him away, yeah, because when you don't come through, I got to deal with that. I got to deal with... Um, you know, I I had to put my son in in therapy to deal with that shit, you know, and I'm not even talking about the cost of it. I'm just talking about trying to have my baby fixed, fix him. You know, he, he, he's starting to feel less than he's starting to feel. Why don't he want me? Why don't he come around? And I'm his only child. Why don't he X, Y, and Z, you know? And I had to realize if I continue to let him do whatever he want to do and it's, it's, it's the so-and-so-and-so show and I come and go as I please, I am just as guilty as his father. And that also went for his father's family. You know, and it's so crazy that you bring that up. Um, I had to do the same thing with um, my ex-in-laws. No, he can't come over there. Mm-mm. Treat him bad. You know, treat him like a second-class citizen, all of that other shit. Um, and you know, it took some time, but you know, his mom is, well, you know, um, on some act right. And I mean, we baby stepping. I, I can't call it. It's still early. He ain't going over there yet, but at least, you know, we're having a conversation. So, you know, we are the biggest advocates for our children. So don't ever feel bad about that. Do not ever feel bad about that. So yeah, you're going to have to let her ask no. And then it's consequences to what you did and you need to stick to your guns because that, that right there was so trifling, disrespectful and some more stuff. And like I said, it's not even about you. Yes, I'm upset that, you know, it, it affected you and your mad. But I'm thinking about baby girl and how she has to decipher, break down. First of all, how she even has to battle with herself to tell you something that she was sworn to secrecy about, particularly a fucking lie. That is so dirty. So, 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 so dirty. So, yeah, you got to handle that. And you, 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 yeah, they wouldn't be able to see my, my child. Mm-mm. They wouldn't be able to. No, 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 no. So, um, I hope that that answered, um, your question and you stick to your guns and you continue to advocate and, and, and create a, a safe environment for your daughter. You continue to do that. There's nothing wrong with that. And don't let anybody shame you into thinking that if, 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 if the other parent, even if we're talking about a mother, is toxic 
a mother and her family is toxic and not conducive to the health and welfare of a child. You as the as the fucking sane parent, you as the caregiver have a right and a responsibility to remove them. And I stand on that and I don't care what anybody says about that. You know, because they don't have to deal with your child when your child is trying to grapple with what's going on. You do. When them four walls start closing in on her and she's crying and she's kicking and screaming tantrums because it always it don't always come out and crying. Sometimes these kids start acting out and they, you know, start breaking shit and all this other stuff. That's your shit that's getting broke up. Not theirs. It's yours. So don't let nobody make you feel bad about protecting your child's peace and advocating for your child. Fuck the bullshit. (sighs) And now let's get into the I saved you a seat award. What's up? I say what's up? I say what's up? Man, sit your ass down. So apparently, white folks are running amok in motherfucking San Francisco with cell phones. And they got to be stopped. This week's I Saved You a Seat Award goes to Allison Edel, a.k.a. Permit Patty. That is her hashtag. Check that hashtag out at your earliest convenience. So today I was on the explore page because I ain't got shit to do with mine. I'm on the explore page and I see this video. <laughs> this white lady on the phone and she running and she ducking behind a, 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 a shit. I don't know what the hell it was. A, a stone or some, something. She, she was ducking behind a wall or something. And I'm like, let me put the sound on. So, um, it's, it's a mom and she's like, you know, she's calling the police on my eight year old daughter who wants to sell water. Um, don't run now. And when she goes to follow the lady who squatted behind the the wall, she stands up and she's like, yeah, because you're illegally selling water. Um, and like the mom is like, what's my property? And she's like, it's not your property. So a little background information. Um, we had a, an eight year old young lady. She was um, selling water outside the apartment building that she's lived in all her life. I think she was selling it for about, excuse me, $2, $2 a bottle. Um, ice water, you know, not, not Krenak, not fucking uh, uh, eight balls um, or, or dime bags or gas or anything but water. She was selling water. And um, Permit Patty thought that it was okay to call the fuzz on an eight-year-old child. So I did an update. I I was looking for, um, I was like, you know what? Did the police ever come? You know, whatever. I went on the, on the, on the, um, the mom's page and she said that the police never came, but this was in San Francisco. Now I'm sure you're familiar with, um, the young lady who was calling the people on the barbecue and the black folks who were barbecuing um, at the park a few weeks ago or whatever, and then turned it into a whole um, crying and everything when the cops got there. Like now you, you victimize you the victim. I, I just hate when they do that shit. But I was just like, what the hell is going on in San Francisco? You know, I was just there last week 
um, for my um, my Bay Area, um, a seat at my sister's table's tour stop. And I was just like, what the hell did I just leave? So let me give you um, what Permit Patty is saying. She's saying that she, um, her call to the police was not um, racially motivated. She said she was tired of hearing the noise that, you know, they were screaming about what they were selling. She says it was literally nonstop. It was every two seconds coming by my water. It was continuous and it wasn't a soft voice. It was screaming. And she even alleged that she was only pretending to call the police and said she's left feeling horrible and heart wrench. Bitch chop. How can you even traumatize a child to pretend to call the police about them? Moreover, what the hell were you hoping that the police did to this eight-year-old child? When you were calling the police on an eight-year-old child, I'm going to say child, child, I'm going to keep reinforcing that this is a child over and over and over and over again. Because we all know that you know, when we see on 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 the media that police ain't got a problem with yoking a motherfucking child up. Police ain't got a problem with shooting and killing a fucking child. So my my the biggest question I had in my fucking head was what was your intent when you called the police? What did you want them to show up and do to this child? You know, because that baseline, it would have been to humiliate this child. But did you want to did you want them to put hands on her or or worse, her mama? And, you know, I was having a conversation with my sister today and I was like, a lot of times these white folks don't be scared of us. These white folks don't be calling police because they scared of us or they scared for their fucking safety. They call the police to use them as a means to put us back in our place. And I think that no, I don't think. I know that was her focal point of calling the police on an eight year old child. And for you to say that you were just playing, how the don't play with police, especially when you know our history and our relationship with fucking police officers, especially when you send your homegirl hashtag barbecue Becky get dragged for fucking filth for calling the police weeks before you. And now you feel bad. Let me see what were her what were her exact words? She feels horrible and heart wrenched. Why? Why? Because you calling a police on a fucking child for no fucking reason. You don't have no reason at all. Because the young lady was selling water? Are you serious? So but y'all don't say nothing when these white kids be selling lemonade. Hello? Hello? Because I see it all the time. Lemonade stand, peanut stand, all of that. Don't nobody say anything. But the young lady was selling water. Like, really? Really, 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 really. So, uh, that just really, that just really, like, irritated the hell out of me. And, um... I'm guessing, not I'm guessing, um, they had said that the woman is a, she's like um, partner or, or co-CEO of some type of cannabis, um, an alternative um, 
an alternative uh, company. Uh, I guess she provides um, cannabis as an alternative treatment for ailments, for people, dogs. I don't fucking know. And I said, well, what is the irony of this? You are now profiting and making a living off of a industry that has locked up and stifled the lives and quality of living of so many black children. You are appropriating, <laughs> basically selling weed, you know, and you have the audacity to turn around and fucking call the cops. Like what person in there? I, I would not call the cops on an eight-year-old, you know, especially selling water. So really, you know, if anything, I want to buy water from this eight-year-old. I probably would have bought the whole case. I'm proud of you, little sis. You know, like, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with these folks? And um, I was saying to myself when she released that statement that she she she's heart wrenched and all this other bullshit. Uh, no, um, your ass thing got found out. And 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 the type of work that you do, that means you probably got sponsors. That means you probably have your product in people's stores. You probably have your product in people's businesses. Or, or, or things like that. And they might be pulling a motherfucking plug on you. And lo and behold. Lo and fucking behold. Right before I started recording this. I saw that. Um, I saw that the young lady. Well she's not a young lady. I don't know how old she is. Um, but the white woman. Um, I guess Magoa. Uh, social Magnolia. I'm sorry. Um, she, I guess the name of her business is called treat well. And they said like, after seeing this video of the CEO calling the police on an eight year old entrepreneur selling water on a hot day, we decided without hesitation that we would no longer patronize her company to our amazing patients who use the treat well products. Please know that we are working to ensure we can bring on some new, amazing and ethical brands. Treat well was one of our best-selling products, but to us, integrity is always before profits. For our remaining inventory, we are doing blowout deals and donating all proceeds to a local nonprofit. They don't even want your fucking money. We would love to donate to an organization that provides opportunities to young women of color interested in becoming entrepreneurs. If you have any suggestions on nonprofits for us to donate to or license and complaint tincture company excuse me please tag them below so this is magnolia oakland so i was just like oh okay well go on ahead and they and they're they're pulling out you i'm telling y'all y'all out here living y'all fucking best white life it's consequences to a lot of shit that y'all do it ain't enough if you ask me but um i'm so glad that stuff is starting to get done because to me when you call the police on 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 someone particularly children particularly something that is harmless and you know the police's history and relationship with black people i think that you are setting them up you wish harm to them this isn't a health and welfare check that you were trying to do you were trying to, like, you you would have opened this little girl and her mother up to so much shit, you know? And I really think that motherfuckers need to get prosecuted for this. It really needs to go on the books. You cannot just call fucking police. Like, no, 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 no. And I hope they drag her ass 
I hope they drag her ass some fucking more. And she needs to have a seat. You can't fucking sit here. You can have a seat somewhere to fuck over there. Because if you sit next to me, I'm going to whoop your ass. So you might want to have a seat somewhere over there. I ain't cursed this much. I ain't cursed this much in the last episode. But this shit got me hot. So, um, I would like to thank you all for tuning in <laughs> to episode four. We on episode four. Um, make sure that you subscribe. Make sure that you rate and review. Make sure that you tell a friend. Make sure that you are following me on social media. My Instagram is at Nikki's Thoughts. N-I-K-K-I-E-S-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S. I am on tour right now. My tour dates and tickets are located at www.acededmysisterstable.com. On Instagram, I can be found at, um, yeah, at A Seat at My Sister's Table. Um, the same for Facebook. I have a page dedicated solely to my sisters with affirmation, words of encouragement, events, the works, and tribe called sis i also have a um a retail store black sauce llc come and get you some organic bath and body products get you some sage get you some healing crystals get you some yoni steam yoni eggs yoni pearls accessories statement apparel custom items my son kingston he has his own business that's kingston's kitchen which is kingstonskitchen.com and he can also be found on instagram at kingston's kitchen and black sauce on instagram is at black sauce llc for your tutoring needs if you um need tutoring for your children or for yourself we go from kindergarten all the way up until um post-grad i have the black sauce enrichment center and you can shoot me an email black sauce enrichment center at gmail.com or follow my page on social media at Black Sauce Enrichment Center. We can sign you up for some tutoring. Um, we can assist you with getting into college scholarship programs for your particular, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, subject discipline, um, your personal statement. We edit essays, all of the above. So again, it's been love and I will see you next week. Signing off. This is your girl, A. Nicole, Nikki's Thoughts. It's been love and you all have a great week.